is what's really happening. So they just made their 90 plus billion dollars the last year of uh, nightmare forced medical tyranny. And now they release, you can read the whole thing on Infowars.com, that's hard news, directly to their shareholders saying, quote, Pfizer quietly adds language warning that unfavorable preclinical or clinical or safety data may impact business. Oh, you mean because for the last year you've been trying to suppress since day one the clinical data in the UK going back 18 months ago and the clinical data here going back 13 months ago and there's all these hundreds of lawsuits in two different federal courts and then the appellate court have ordered them to release the documents and they said no and the court said release 500 pages. The 500 pages were the first couple weeks in the US alone. A couple thousand deaths directly confirmed, not in VAERS, by the doctors, by Pfizer. Tens of thousands of miscarriages, tens of thousands of heart attacks. So the CDC knew in October of 2020, months before anybody got injected in the US, that it's gonna cause blood clots, heart attacks, myocarditis, because the top virologist and the top epidemiologist and the top vaccine experts in the world said, we've tried the spike protein before in rat studies and guinea pig studies and mice studies and primate studies, and it kills the majority of them with blood clots and heart attacks and cancer very quickly. Now, humans are tough. We can take on a lot more poison than most animals. That's a little secret about us is we're pretty badass. But we are being hit and hit incredibly hard, ladies and gentlemen. And they all think it's funny. These psycho death cult murderers. I mean, there's a reason the New Zealand prime minister looks like a psychotic vampire. She's a Davos graduate and literally wants human depopulation, she admits publicly. So she wants you to die, but she wants you to live, take this shot. Well, when someone like Bill Gates tells you he wants to depopulate the planet, and when she says she wants to depopulate the planet and attends those events, and now she wants to lock you down and put something in your body, folks, it ain't two plus two, it just is. There are, of course, those who do not want us to speak. You think, just let me think. even now, orders are being shouted into telephones and men with guns will soon be on their way. It's time to set Damn it. Why? Because while the truncheon may be used in lieu of conversation, words will always retain their power. Words offer the means to meaning, and for those who will listen, the enunciation of truth. The truth is, there is something terribly wrong with this country, isn't there? You designed it, sir. You wanted it foolproof. You told me every television in London. Cruelty and injustice. Intolerance and depression. And where once you had the freedom to object and to think and speak as you saw fit, you now have sensors and systems of surveillance coercing your conformity and suppressing your submission. We need cameras. How did this happen? Who's to blame? Well, certainly there are those who are more responsible than others, and they will be held accountable. But again, truth be told, if you're looking for the guilty, you need only look into a mirror. I know why you did it. I know you were afraid. Who wouldn't be? War, terror, disease. There were a myriad of problems which conspired to corrupt your reason and rob you of your common sense. Fear got the best of you. And in your panic, you turned to the now High Chancellor, Adam Sutler. He promised you order. He promised you peace. And all he demanded in return was your silent, obedient consent.
Shake. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Benny McKay. This is the 7 p.m. Daily Dose of the Truth. I've pieced together some of my favorite clips and most informative clips over the last couple of days, last week or so. And I'd also like to send love to everybody that's been going to the Wellington protests. Good on you. I'm going to try to fly down there this week. I see you. I love you guys. Keep fighting the good fight. And yep, like, comment, share, subscribe. Keep spreading the truth. And we will hopefully overturn this medical tyranny. And so this is an issue that the globe is grappling with um, and we do need to grapple with because seeing people so enraged by things that just aren't true um, is worrisome um, and it's something that we are all going to have to confront. But what we've seen out there, um, I have to say, seems much more anti-vaccination uh, more than anything else. It's included yelling abuse at people who are walking around with masks on, occupying spaces where businesses are operating, blocking people's ability to move around freely. That is moving beyond a protest. In and fact, to me, it looks like an imported style of protest that I have not seen in New Zealand before, complete with Trump flags and Canadian flags. There is when it comes to the management of the protest, so Melissa and the speaker, or indeed the decisions by the police, you know, ultimately, I need to let them do their jobs. Those are their jurisdiction. Have you seen any children in trouble tonight? That you're concerned about? Well, we've been out patrolling for about half an hour, 45 minutes. We haven't seen anything like that. Everything's been really good. Yeah, and people are behaving themselves. Yep, everything's looking really good from what we've seen. Yeah, caring for each other. The vibe is very, is very nice. And has anyone, has anyone said anything to you that you're concerned about? No. These protests are a mix of New Zealand. They're regular garden variety Kiwis and they're just sticking up for their rights and I think they've been treated really badly. There's also a group there who are yes. representing people who have lost their jobs, who are just angry at the vaccine mandates. And, and they actually represent people who are not there on parliament grounds, but who, who feel like that within our society because they may have lost their jobs. Do you feel the appropriate way to deal with those people is to spray water on them? Uh, firstly, um, can I, again, I'm not going to get into the way of managing a protest in its totality because those ultimately very clear distinctions. I'm going to be careful to make sure that I'm not making judgments around the way we deal with protest at Parliament because it's a dangerous place to be in politicians dictating particularly um, the way that the police might choose to deal with them. But Although the police have say, said that they actually don't agree this with were, those Melissa, if this were a that. protest that was solely around the policies that are being used to manage a pandemic, then why is it that every journalist who stands out on that forecourt is being hurled abuse about telling the truth? New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, one of Klaus Schwab's disciples of the Great Reset, appears to be reading from the same script shared by her partners in tyranny, claiming protest is a hallmark of democracy. But these protesters, peacefully demanding the immediate return of their freedoms, are violent, racist insurrectionists. Our focus is on the well-being of all New Zealanders, including the vast majority who are not on those grounds. With the history of negotiations in terms of your ministers at Ihumatau, would your government ever be open to negotiating with those people? I do not consider this to be the same. Okay, thanks everyone. Through the WEF, 
Initiated by Klaus Schwab in 1971, Mr. Global has been training his own puppets since 1992 through the Young Global Leaders Program. You may have heard of this. Angela Merkel and Bill Gates were among the first class to graduate, the class of 1992. Even a large number of current leaders, uh, predominantly very weak personalities with, however, mostly well-trained rhetorical skills, also come from this program, including Macron in France, Kurz in Austria, Justin Trudeau in Canada, Jacinda Ardern in New Zealand, but also the German health minister Jens Spahn and the EU commission head Ursula von der Leyen. She, by the way, as we have just learned from a whistleblower who is a translator with the European Union, is supposed to become the first little global government's head the EU. They're trying to take over. They've already given over 10 billion doses of the poison. So the way I see it, next to 4 billion people, over 4 billion people, which is half the planet. So they've already dosed half the planet with slow-acting lethal injections. So now they can flip-flop on all the things we know that don't work. Masks don't work. Simplest explanation for why masks don't work. <clears throat> masks don't cover your eyes. You can get COVID through your eyes, so it's a no-brainer. A three-year-old should understand that masks don't stop COVID. Lockdown, the lockdowns and the social distancing don't work. But that was all designed to convince people to take the poison. And the problem is, is over 4 billion people did. So now they can stop all the things that we know don't work because all they have to do now is wait for everybody to die. The bottom line is, uh, you know, experimental mRNA gene editing uh, is, is bad. And once you edit your genome, you, you, you know, it's hard to you know, basically you're genetically modified organism. You're no longer human is what, what the transhumanists would say. Their fake science claims people can change their sex, claims men can get pregnant, and claims gene editing poison is a vaccine. Well, that's all a great big lie. It's not a vaccine. It's poison. It, it will never be a vaccine. And when they talk about the treatments for it, like for the people that are going to, you know, turn out HIV positive, we're, we're calling that VAID, vaccine-induced AIDS. Um, they're suggesting that people take another gene editing poison. Well, any of the mRNA gene editing or DNA editing technology, they're, they're all poison. They're experimental. We don't know what the long-term outcome is going to be. So, you know, if you survive the shot, it's kind of like Russian roulette. Some people die in the first, you know, 48 hours from the clots, strokes, heart attacks, pulmonary embolus. If you survive that going forward, you may wind up with AIDS or, or we're seeing radically increased amounts of cancers, other, uh, you know, the reduced immunity. Because people as are you said, out, it's now confirmed. They're finding this a year after injection that it's still replicating in your body. Been over a 20 to one return. If you had put that money into an S&P 500 and reinvested the dividends, you'd come up with something like $17 billion, but you think it's $200 billion. Here, yeah. You're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. These vaccines are highly, highly effective. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. They're really, really good against variants. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. Get your first shot, and when you're due for your second, get your second shot. Our key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no, almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. If you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities 
large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new, a new way of doing the vaccine. The level of virus in the nasopharynx of a person who's vaccinated and infected is the same level as the level of virus in the nasopharynx of an unvaccinated person. Reports from our international colleagues, including Israel, suggest increased risk of severe disease amongst those vaccinated early. And if you look at Israel, mm -hmm. which has always been a month to a month and a half ahead of us, they are seeing a waning of immunity, not only against infection, but against hospitalizations and to some extent death. The booster might actually be an essential part of the primary regimen that people should have. The plan is for every, every adult to get a booster shot. Uh, clearly one of the best investments uh, I've ever been involved in. Crazy. It is crazy. And then they're going to devalue the dollar completely and start turning your power off on a regular basis. Inject your children with poisons until they slowly die. They're going to murder you. Fuck these motherfuckers!